Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. It's a brand new week, a brand new day. It's such an honor to be able to be a part of your life, be a part of your story, what the Lord is doing, whether you know it or not. Uh, No matter how you're partaking in this, whether it be on video, through YouTube or Facebook, or if it's through audio on uh, the Google Play Music Store or on uh, iTunes or however you get your podcast, thank you so much for being a part of this. Truly, it is an honor every week. If this is your first time ever coming to Color and Chaos, um, real quick, uh, Color and Chaos is truly just seeking um, to find the good even in the bad. Even in the chaos, there is color. There is something that we can grow and learn and see through it. And we have a creator that is faithful to be present even through the hardest and the most horrendous situations. No matter what you have been through, no matter what you will go through, we all will find chaos. Chaos will find us. Let's say that. (laughs) Chaos will always find us. And sometimes it's the chaos from within our, our own hearts. Um, that is uh, that is the loudest chaos of them all. So before we get into today's episode, I just want to ask the Lord to, uh, to just bless this time that we have together and uh, for him just to uh, have his will and way um, in our hearts and in our minds uh, today. And so here, let us pray. Lord God, just thank you for who you are. Sometimes it's hard to thank you with stuff that we have going on in our life. Sometimes we may feel um, just backed into a corner backed um backed into um just some of the some of the hardest times sometimes we may feel like there's a looming rain cloud over us sometimes we may not even know um what the day or tomorrow may hold or if we even should be here um for today or tomorrow um lord for those that are right now are feeling like an accident are feeling um feeling like they are not loved feeling like they are not valued feeling like they uh do not have a purpose um for why they wake up every uh, morning. Lord, will you just please be with them? Just um, draw near to them. Lord, help them know that you are real and that uh, you created them with a purpose. You created us with a purpose. And Lord, until we seek you, until we find that purpose in you, Lord, we will always, always feel empty. So Lord, just please help us choose you over anything this world can offer. And Lord, for those that are feeling hopeless and helpless, Lord, will you give them hope And will you just please give them relief? In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. Regardless of where you're from, you more than likely have had uh, experience with school. And in school, what's so crazy is that sometimes school, when you're in school, when you're at the school building or if you're homeschooled, when you're doing school activity, it, it, it seems like sometimes that's all that your world consists of. And you're just waiting for that moment where that bell rings and you're able to run out, whether it's a recess or to lunch um, and, and, or at the end of the day, and you're ready just to run out. And, and in thinking about riding with my dad in the truck, coming, uh, going to school, coming back from school, and, and that peace that I felt as I was riding with my dad um, away from the school building, I just also had that memory of just running out of the school and just seeing all the color all around, even in the winter when, when things were dead, just any bit of light was so much better than the fluorescence that I was like trapped under, um, when I was there at school. And when I was released from school, released from that, that, you know, that dark dungeon to say, you know, everything just kind of faded away for the most part, all of those anxieties, worries, all the things I had to deal with within the day, I just had this moment of release, that moment of release. 
And sometimes I think about, you know, especially um, here in Michigan in the winter, you know, it's so often I know that I'm looking for that release. I'm looking for just to be able to not, you know, be so caught up in all of my burdens, all of my anxieties, all of my worries, all of my troubles. And, and I, I know if you're anything like me, I know even sometimes when I can look out my window and I see the, the, that there's a world outside of the issues that I'm dealing with. I know sometimes it feels like I'm, I'm just still carrying a lot of those burdens, a lot of that, you know, looming just dark clouds of burdens and pains in my life or, or worries or anxieties or fears or, or confusion. And, and, and as I was thinking about that today, I was just almost like asking the Lord, Lord, you know, why is it when, when, when I'm going through something, sometimes I can feel so trapped by what I'm going through, the circumstance. It almost feels like I'm stuck there in school. And, and and I was almost thinking to the Lord today, I was saying, Lord, you know, remind me what it feels like to feel that release of just knowing that there is life outside of this trouble. There is life outside of this circumstance. There is life outside of this confusion. And, and as I was thinking about that, I, I just kept thinking and thinking and saying, you know what, Lord, you know, I want to see the sun within that 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 desire within us to see the sun my attention is turned to the truth found in the word of god that when we once when we were born we were slaves to that darkness that darkness that so often that that's just looming over us the bible says is that we were slaves to that darkness we were slaves to that lack of hope and we would try to find hope in different things but it would always never satisfy and I've been going through the book of Romans, and uh, specifically I've been reading in Romans 5 and Romans 6. There's a passage of Romans 6 that I wanted to read to you that reminded me of those moments in my life and even in my day that, that I, I get so just bogged down by things that is just overtaking me, um, just different things going on, uh, that, that those moments where I have the, almost like it's like the heavens open up and I'm able to just have to have a peace and a hope, even if it's just for a moment. And and what I was reading was in Romans 6, verse 17 down to 22. And this is what the Bible says. This is what Paul says as he's writing to the Romans. He says this. And as I say this, I I, I pray that it's like a a just a a light that just can just penetrate any darkness that you are feeling right now. But this is what Paul says. He says, Thank God. Thank God, once you were slaves to sin, but now you are wholeheartedly obeying this teaching that has given to you. Now you are free from your slavery to sin, and you have become slaves to righteous living. Because of the weakness of your human nature, I am using the illustration of slavery to help you understand all of this. Previously, you let yourselves be slaves to impurity and lawlessness, which led even deeper into sin. Now you must give yourselves to be slaves to righteous living so that you will become holy. And you might be thinking, you know, Jonah, you know, this is this is good, but I'm I'm not really understanding. It's talking about being a slave to sin and and darkness and and impurity and lawlessness. But right now, Jonah, I'm just going through a circumstance. I'm going through something and I just can't see a light. I can't find a way out of this. And my attention also goes to Romans 8 in response to that. And this is what Paul says in Romans 8. He says this. 
So now there is no condemnation for those that belong to Jesus because you belong to him. The power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. I want to read that one more time. The power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. When I was there in school or when, when I'm there in, in circumstances throughout my life, as I look back and just feeling this burden, maybe it's a burden from a relationship and, and there's just all this stuff going on and you're just trying to figure out, you know, what is true and what is honest and what is something that you can, uh, you know, just have hope in a relationship, whether it's a relationship whether it be a job, whether it be a marriage, whether it be anything, maybe it's something that that you're dealing with. Maybe it's, it's a, a, an addiction, or maybe it's um, just feeling just overwhelmed by so many different things that you have to get done. No matter what it is, I can always see this this pattern throughout my life that it's it's in the moments that I'm so bogged down by the things of this world that I raise my hands and lift my hands towards light. I lift my hands towards to towards my deliverer, towards my my satisfaction, towards my, you know, sustenance. That that I reach my hands towards a creator that created me for so much more than being trapped by by the world that we create. So often we create a world through our burdens, through our circumstances, through, you know, just our environment that we forget that there is so much more that we were created for than anything, anything that our world to tell us that there is. No matter what it is, I can always see this, this pattern throughout my life that it's, it's in the moments that I'm so bogged down by the things of this world that I raise my hands and lift my hands towards light, that I reach my hands towards a creator that created me for so much more than being trapped by by the world that we create. And, and it's the moments that that I turn towards the life-giving spirit, that I, I turn towards the Lord, I turn towards my creator, and I raise my hands and I say, I cannot do this. I don't want this dark cloud. I don't want to be in all this emotional upheaval. It's in those moments that I am reminded that when Christ is all that I have, I realize that it, that he is all that I need. Circumstances might not go my way. My emotions might lead me astray, but I know at the end of the day, like Paul is saying here, he says, thank God that once you were slaves to sin, you were slaves to this world, but now you are free. You are free, not in anything that this world can offer in the terms of relief or hope, but I am free in the hope and the relief of Jesus Christ who sets me free from my bondage to this external circumstances that so often I let just loom over me. Once I was released from school and I was able to see a world outside of what I was trapped behind for hours, I was able just to enjoy and just be at rest and at peace. But yet, I know sometimes, even when I left school, I carried some of those burdens of school with me. But it was in those moments I was in the presence of my dad, in his company, in his fellowship, in his intimacy, that I knew that it was okay. And I was able to breathe. 
anybody that knows me knows, and, and I've shared it on this podcast that um, that I grew up and uh, and I enjoy um, video games. I enjoy the narrative uh, that video games tell. I, I enjoy the the art that video games can be. And one of my favorite video game series um, is a game called Deus Ex. Deus Ex, and it's a it's a it's a phrase that means God in the machine. And in this series, it's it's always set in the future, and it's set um you know with a lot of corruption and a lot of just um, a lot of conspiracy and a lot of just darkness and a lot of rebellions and and upheaval within society. And you play as somebody stuck in the middle of all of this darkness, of all of this just chaos going on. And you're trying to figure out the truth. You're trying to figure out what is going on. And you're trying to figure out who you can trust. You know, how can you make it out of just this dark, just cyberpunk genre of just of just this upheaval? And within this whole series that spans many different games throughout the years, um, what's really interesting is that the setting is always at night. It's always at night. And at at first, when the developers made the game, they made it at night because um, the amount of memory that it took to to paint a skyline um, was a lot. It was more more than they can handle. So they just made it dark. But it seemed to be, it fit the mood of the game and everything. So long story short, all the games were set at night. So it's always raining or it's always at night and there's all, always all this just darkness going on. But later on in one of the games, um, there's this moment that stands out to me that, that, that reminds me of this idea of just seeing the sun. There's this moment in this game, in, in one of the games that um, you're, you're, you're in the city and it's almost like it's built on top of each other. It's like in the future, and there's a lot of different, um, d- uh, different just classes, uh, classes, and um, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of oppression. And so you have a lot of cities built on top of each other. So you have a lot of the the people with a lot more um, on on top, and you have a lot of people kind of living in the slums down below. And there's this moment where you're at the very bottom. You're at the slums, and you have to go up. You have to go up to um, to talk to someone or to do something, you have to go up uh, to the different layers of the city. And, and there's this, this powerful moment within the game, and it's very subtle. You, you would miss it unless you have played all the games. But there's this moment that you get in this elevator, and you're going up the elevator, and you're as you're looking out the window of the elevator, you're just seeing just the elevator go higher and higher and higher, and you're starting to get out of the slums a little bit. And there's this moment that's just very powerful, and always I always go back to this. All of a sudden, you're looking out this window, and you're seeing darkness, 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 darkness. And before you know it, you start to see a little bit of something. You start to see a little bit of light. It starts just peeking through, and it's going higher and higher and higher. And then all of a sudden, before you know it, you just are just, just overwhelmed by this just sunrise. So you're seeing the sun for the very first time in the series. You're seeing the sun. And as you're seeing the sun, you're seeing all of this just beauty all around. You're seeing all this just 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 hope and prosperity. You're seeing all this just just life for the first time in this series. And there's this powerful moment and the music builds up and you just you're 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 seeing sun for the very first time. And I think so often we choose to be enslaved by the slums, be down emotionally and mentally. And we, 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 we have this elevator through Christ. We have an elevator to rise above it and to be able to see the sun and to see that there is life beyond the situation. But we're stuck in the slums. And so often we have that opportunity to see light, but we just don't know the way out. And we know the way out is through the spirit, the spirit of God. That can, that can lead us towards that life 
and away from that death. Maybe you're thinking, you know, Jonah, why is it that the Spirit gives us life? And what is the Spirit? We know through the Bible that we were created by a creator, that you're not just here by accident, that I'm not here by accident. Even if you if you know this, then this is something that we need to meditate on. Except for meditating on the things that 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 you know is going on in our external circumstances, may we meditate on the fact for one that we have a creator, and that creator created us with a purpose. For two, that we have a creator that makes himself known. That when we seek him, like in Jeremiah twenty nine thirteen, it, that God tells Jeremiah, he says, "When you seek me with all your heart, you will find me." That when we seek after God that we will find him, that he reveals himself through his word. And as we get to know our creator, there's an intimacy that forms through a relationship. The problem is though, is that that relationship, that intimacy can't be there, that we cannot have a reconciled intimacy and relationship with our creator because we are held as captives, as slaves to us and, and, and our sin and our desires to do and be what we want to be and do what we want to do instead of surrender to the creator that, that has created us for his purpose and that created us for us to know him. But the good news is, is that God himself became flesh. He became one of us. And he lived the life that we could not live. He did not live as a slave to sin. But he lived a slave of righteousness, and he lived a life that we could not live. But yet, he died as a sacrifice. He gave his life to cover, to take away our punishment that leads to death, our slavery. He took on our slavery on the cross. He was crucified. He was tortured. He was nailed in both hands and on his feet, and he bled out. To the point that as he was hanging on the cross naked, that, that, that blood covered, it just went inside of his lungs. And he suffocated. He died by suffocation. And we know throughout history that, that there was a man named Jesus and he died and he, and he was known as a righteous man. And as he died, the, the beauty of the story is, is that God through flesh, through Jesus, that as he died, because he was not a slave to death, he defeated death. So when we, tr- when we place our identity in him and we open up the blinds and say, no longer am I going to live as a slave to sin, but not through my own ability of ripping off these chains, but I am going to you, the one who did rip off those chains, and I'm opening up, up the blind and I'm choosing the son. I am choosing life. I am no longer going to be held back by slavery to my hopelessness, but I am going to live as a slave to righteousness and to hope and to freedom that is found in the man and the person of Jesus Christ. That we do not have to live as slave to our circumstances or our emotional upheaval, but we have a moment to daily, every single day, we have an opportunity to let the Spirit control our mind. Because what the Bible says is that when we surrender to Jesus, we receive this His Spirit that enables us to see things as He sees it, to do things as He does it, to be able to be who He created us to be from the very beginning before our sin and our death just led us down this part of destruction. But now we have been given new life. We've been given new life through the person of Jesus Christ. Paul writes to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.13. He writes this, If we remain faithless, he remains faithful, for he cannot disown himself. Heavy heart, are you going through something today that has just overtaken you? 
Are you going through something right now that is just burdening you? May we surrender whatever it is that is heavy on our hearts and our minds today and say, I want you. I want you. I want to focus on you above anything, above anything that I'm dealing with. But instead of, instead of me trying to work out all these situations on my own, but I'm surrendering these situations to you saying that for one, these situations should not have the power to emotionally put me into a bondage to darkness, to, to a lack of hope. But instead, I'm choosing joy. I'm choosing peace through your spirit that I am recognizing that I am free when I am in you. No matter what I go through, I am free when I'm in you. I am free when I am when I am being led by you day by day. And I'm renewing my thought and my mind in your word, in your life-giving word. And it reminds me of this verse. It's in Philippians 4, 8. And this is what it says. Whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, or praiseworthy, think about such things. And it also leads my attention to Romans 8. In verse 2, it says this. And because you belong to Christ, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. And later on down... It says in verse six, it says, so letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death, but letting the spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. What is it on our minds? What is it on, on our hearts that, that is leading towards death and destruction, decay and a lack of hope and a lack of peace and a lack of joy and a lack of satisfaction? What is it that we are allowing around us today? that is just overtaking our minds, that instead we have an opportunity today, even in this moment, to say, you know what? I've been focusing on the wrong things. Lord, I need to focus on you. You are the only one that can give me life in this dark and this, this at times hopeless situation. If you're today saying, I want to see the sun, all it takes is a moment of surrender. And I want to help lead you into a moment of surrender, no matter where you're at, whether you're in your car, where you're, whether you're in your apartment, your house, whether you're, you're at your job, no matter where you're at, you, every single one of us has an opportunity to have a moment of surrender when we cry out and say, Jesus, Jesus, take my life. I am yours. I am yours. I am yours. Even if you've already surrendered your life to Christ and you've already cried out and said, look, I know that I am a slave to my sin apart from you, but Lord, I want to be yours. I am yours. I know that you died for me. I know that you defeated death and I'm clinging on to you, Lord, because I know that you are a living God. You are the only thing that can satisfy me. Even if you've had that moment, may we cry out today and identify what is it in our hearts, in our minds, in our, in, in our, in our, in our environment that is just, just weighing us down and what has to go. Maybe it's something in a relationship that is causing tension. What is it causing that tension and what can you do to try to alleviate that tension, to get, get rid of that tension and start to work towards just having that freedom and just being in obedience to the spirit. Or maybe it's something, you know, a, a, a choice within our lifestyle. Maybe it's, maybe it's something that, that you know is taking your attention off of Christ. It's taking your attention off of life. What is it that has to go today? Maybe it's something that you haven't forgiven. You haven't let something go. Maybe all it takes is just to simply identify the fact of, look, I don't need this. 
And I'm surrendering it to you, Lord. And I know that in your hands is where this belongs. Maybe it's a past relationship. Maybe it's a present struggle. Maybe it's a past struggle. No matter what it is, that we all have an opportunity to surrender, to surrender, and just look outside the outside the windows of the world that we create and say, look, I want to see light. And I want to see just everlasting life. And that can only be found through Christ. So I want to pray for you. I want to just ask the Lord just to be with us, no matter what it is that, that you are going through. May you know that you are loved, and may you know that you have a creator, savior, and sustainer that is present with you, and that is mighty to save, ready to save, and that he will lead you towards truth. He will lead you away from all this slavery to the things that you are going through as we choose to focus on him. Let us pray. Lord God, just thank you for who you are. Thank you that you love us. Thank you that you give us freedom. You give us forgiveness. Lord, you give us an opportunity to be one with you in relationship and within intimacy through what you have done on the cross. Lord, will you please just break us over the brokenness that we embrace. Lord, help us see the the, the ways that we have been choosing to be in bondage to, to our sin or to, to um, a just emotional or mental slavery to the things of this world or the people of this world. And Lord, may, may your spirit inside of us lead us towards just a life and a heart and a mind that is just completely focused and dependent on you. Lord, we surrender control. Lord, we recognize that we do not know what we are doing apart from you. Lord, please just give us a dependency on your word, a dependency on you. May we crave you above all else. May we crave you above any other person or any other thing. Lord, when we are, when we are resting in you, Lord, when we are resting in what you have done, Nothing, nothing, nothing can steal our joy. Return to us a joy, Lord. Return to us a release. Return to us a surrender. Return to us a freedom that is found in a life surrendered to you. Jesus, please use us. We are yours. Forgive me, Lord, for my sin. Forgive me for my rebellion, God. Forgive me for the ways that I've been trying to take control over situations and circumstances within my life. Lord, forgive me for with the moments that I that I give in to, to what I want to do and, 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 and my just broken, sinful, just disgusting nature that, that I've died to, but yet I still choose at moments, God. Forgive me, Jesus. I want to be more like you. Jesus, God, please help us. Please help me. I want to be more like you, God. I want to love as you love. I want to see others as you see them. God, I want to be a man that, that is free in you. Jesus, please use us. We are yours. And we thank you for the freedom that you have given us today. Help us choose this every single day. In your name we pray and we surrender. Amen. 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 Thank you so much for being a part of this. Thank you so much. If there is if, if there's anything within this message that has blessed you, please feel free to reach out to me. Share this with somebody that needs to hear this. Also, review and rate this if you're listening on iTunes or on the Google Play Music Store. Your review helps spread this, this life-given message to so many other people. And just thank you for everything that you are doing. We are in this together. May we choose freedom today. May we know that we are not alone and that we have a 
creator, savior, sustainer that loves us, that has a plan and purpose that goes far beyond any chaos that this world offers. May we choose color today. God bless you. I'll talk to you next week. See ya.